0: Welcome to the Every Thought Matters Podcast, where I get a chance to talk to people about their thoughts, their journeys, and have a little fun and hopefully learn something about ourselves along the way. So please click like, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a comment, and thank you so much for listening. It truly means a lot to me. Have a great day, and remember, every thought does matter. This week's episode of the Every Thought Matters Podcast features Ginny Gain. Ginny is a Law of Attraction coach and a podcaster. We get into how she started in understanding the Law of Attraction and discussed many things including a cruise with Abraham Hicks and how at the ripe age of 9 she understood how thoughts actually can change outcomes. It was truly an honor to have Ginny on my podcast this week. Enjoy. All right, I'm here on the Everthought Matters podcast with Ginny Gain, a Law of Attraction coach. Welcome, Ginny.
1: Hi, Kelly. Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, and like I said, pre-show, it's going to be kind of awkward saying your name because my dog's name is Ginny as well, and you taught me it's Ginny as in gin and tonic, and yes. I have, I've used that so many times, it's not even funny. When you first said that on one of your podcasts, I'm like, oh, yeah. That's how I need to introduce my dog,
1: like gin and tonic. I always right. get a good laugh out of that. People are like, "Okay, I'll remember now." Clearly, alcohol is more memorable. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, gin is memorable apparently to to yeah. both of us. But I'm so geeked about this. I've been looking forward to this, you know, ever since you you know said yes. And just for my listeners, just tell me a little bit about yourself, and then I'm gonna just let this flow however it's going to flow.
1: Yeah. Cool. Well, firstly, I have to comment on the Ginny thing because I, I never really knew a lot of Ginny's in my life. Like I, I was the only one and it is short for Virginia. That's my real name. And, um, we, so then you told me about your dog and the house we just bought, well, a year and a half ago now, um, has our neighbor, our next door neighbor. So she lives right across the street. Her name is Ginny like, spelt exactly the same, and I'm like, there's Law of Attraction right there.
0: (laughs) That's great, because guess what Law of Attraction is going to give us now? Because the house I owned in Houston, right across the fence, ladies, it was an older lady, and guess what her name was?
1: Ginny. No way!
0: (laughs) Yes way. I'm telling you, that's the truth. Her, I literally, I met her and her husband walking Ginny, and that's, When I found out, I'm like, wow. I mean, it was because her given name uh, at the shelter. I don't think it was. I think it was Ginger. No, I just started calling her Ginny, for short for Ginger. (laughs) So, but yeah, my next door neighbor, literally across the fence on the other side, basically.
1: That is so fun. That's one of like the most fun things. So, you know, you know, I operate under the principle that life is supposed to be fun. But like when you start to learn this, um, how LOA is at play in our life, whether we're aware of it or not. So when we learn it, we start to become aware of it. And that's what makes it more fun is noticing all these little alignments. And Kelly and I were chatting before about how just very, very briefly from somewhere close to Corpus Christi. And so the cool little alignment there is one time Cassie and I spent a month at her at a beach house just outside of Corpus Christi. And that was like a big experience for us and being together and manifesting for the podcast. And so it's so fun that you tell me that I actually know where it is. <laughs>
0: right. in beach house, my guess is it was in Rockport. Uh, Rockport think... Aransas Pass.
1: Port Aransas sounds. Port Aransas, curious. Port A. Port A. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's a very touristy place to have a great, and it's great beach house places down there. Yeah, and yeah uh, wild. That's wild. It. Wow. That She's got it. <laughs> wow. That means, but yeah. And for those, my listeners who don't know, uh, Jeannie Gain here on my podcast. Her and Cassie Parks have a podcast. Talk a little bit about that. Do a little promo for it because I want people to know about it.
1: Yeah. It's called manifest it now. And we talked about the law of attraction and how to help, you know, the practical components of manifesting in your life. So a lot of people like hear about it, but we really help, you know, you apply it in your life. And so we get a lot of comments, like, especially, you know, Kelly too, about how beneficial it's been to like make it real. And we just love doing it. Like it was, so we've been going six years now and I remember the moment like Cassie like called me and said so do you want to do a podcast and I'm like that's a you know okay you know I was just like saying yes to things um, right. but that very first episode we recorded I was in Denver at her place and we were sitting on her purple couch which she has a manifesting story from and we like were so deep we we didn't We didn't know what we were doing, firstly. Well, we did, but I was so nervous to, like, record and have my voice that people could hear, and we, like, planned out each 10-minute segment, and then we stopped. It was just, it's been such a massive transformation from then to where we are now, which we just flow and talk, and it comes very easily. And I mean, you have to get over yourself a lot, because you're going to say things all the time but you just you just let that go so it's been awesome
0: and you two really get along like best friends and you laugh a lot on that podcast and I love that and that's what I don't know I was searching for a podcast about law of attraction because my introduction was in LA when I lived there for a while as a filmmaker was when my friends Jessica got this we were sitting and having a glass of wine and she was like started talking about abraham hicks and she's you know and i was telling her about my problems or whatever and she says Mm -hmm. i don't know abraham hicks always says uh go general when on negative things and go specific on positive things and that was my first introduction to abraham hicks and truthfully the law of attraction and conversely that's cool you according to your bio, you started messing around with some of this stuff when you were nine years old. How, how did that happen?
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like I didn't see it at the time, but when I was nine, my parents enrolled me in this like course, it wasn't a meditation course, but it was like, learn how to use the power of your mind. Right. I was playing sports. So they got, and, and for school stuff too, you know, we would say, you know, be taught you have the answer in your head just close your eyes and visualize the teacher telling you the answer and at that I just believed what I heard at that age right and I we were I was taught like if you say something negative you don't you can reprogram that thought those were literally the words then I don't really use that now but you don't have, you know, if it's negative, you can choose something different. And when you focus on positive, you'll get positive, like that very general idea. Um, But visualization was a huge tool for me then in sports and and in school as well. But just that idea that what we think about matters. Every thought matters. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Wow. At nine years old, you were being taught how and it What that's what's the most amazing thing about sports because I'm a sports nut and what most people look at and they go wow you know so and so six foot six and you know like yeah they can do all that because they're they're physically gifted and no what separates the people that are really good at sports is between the ears the great Mm -hmm. ones know how to do that
1: it's alignment it's winning is about alignment yeah in all the competition yeah.
0: Yeah, because they all, there's a lot of athletes that have great physical abilities, but if they're not aligned with really who they are, they're not going to separate from the pack. And you were being taught that at nine years old, which is, to me, I saw that in your bio. I'm like, gosh, I I hate to be an interviewer, but I want to know about this. Why at nine? I love your parents for doing that because that set off this path that I get to know you, you know? Yeah, me too. I'm that's wonderful Is there, were there any other major moments like that that along the way to where you're now ten years into being a law of attraction life coach and you've got you know a, a law of attraction skills workshop you've got a podcast several and were there any other great moments that kind of catapulted you said i I got to turn this corner.
1: You know, it really wasn't that deliberate. It was the one of the biggest, and that's, I think, a very law of attraction story is it just kind of fell into place. Yeah, like I didn't even know what being a law of attraction coach was. So when I I have a degree in kinesiology, so I love the body, I love athletics and movement, and then obviously Mm -hmm. the mind as well. And so that's what I spent time studying. And then after school, I really just was like, much more pulled to the psychology of it or how the mind works and especially like how do we get to humans to reach their potential whether it's in sport or relationship or whatever so that brought me down that path and I always knew that I wanted to do something I love like I don't know how this happened but (laughs) I I really didn't so this is my not so LOA part but I really didn't want to spend my life doing something I hated like I saw people struggle through work and I'm like why why do you do that like why do we have to do that there must be something better you know and so I never wanted to settle and I for any job or pick a career path that didn't like light me up and so I just kind of floated a lot for for a few years like a few years probably like five years or five or mm-hmm. more than and from like little quote-unquote unimportant jobs not related to my career like landscaping and then I went traveling and then I worked at a golf course and I did work in the fitness industry but um, eventually I came across and I read an Abraham Hicks book and then I was like oh ah, this is it <laughs> this is what I've been looking for, but I never, ever considered that a career ever. Right. And then I just started living it and talking about it. And I would just talk about it with my friends and it made so much sense to me. And then some, I remember exactly, again, someone, one of my friends was like, Oh, you're basically like my law of attraction coach. And I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) What is that? (laughs) And I like, I had this thought, you mean I can get paid to teach people about the law of attraction. (laughs) And I'm like, what? (laughs) And then that's how that unfolded.
0: And as a coach, you know the difference between a job. Actually, yeah, a job, a career, and a vocation. You found your vocation.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I know that difference. What's the difference?
0: (laughs) Well, for me, a job is you get a paycheck. And I've had, and for me, I know the difference between them because I'm a barista right now, but I also am a life coach, but I'm also a podcaster. Okay, my podcaster and life coach, a holistic life coach. That's those are vocations. I mean, those feed my purpose.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd career. Well, I, would, I would
1: amend that. I would amend that. Amanda, please. Allow you to- please. <laughs> they would. Hi, Jenny. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, she's barking. I love it. She barks on um, every podcast. You just got to pick up when.
1: Yeah. I she's would like say. An Easter egg. They- yeah. Amend that. Yeah. They allow you to express your purpose because they are not your purpose because you exist with a purpose, whether you're doing those things or not.
0: Interesting. That's a nice twist. I would have never, Jeannie, I would have never thought of that.
1: I'm a big, I would never looked at
0: it that way, but I like it because you are basically by using the word allowing, we're going back to law of attraction and we're going back to, I'm allowing my alignment to show in this purpose. Yeah. Because okay. I think
1: it's really like our That's purpose great. is not about doing, you know, we're not here to do and accomplish. That's not our primary purpose. Okay. We're here to be and experience and, and, and feel and love and live and all those things. Sure. And we can do that in all these different ways. But like we and basically as a society, we um, sure. emphasize the doing and the action so much, but we it yeah. helps us. It's easier to find alignment and to live in the flow when we're right. more focused Yeah, on the feeling of (laughs)
0: being. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, and I like the the word allowing because that that has such a words to me because we have thoughts and whether or not, in my personal opinion, we receive thoughts instead of uh, think them. And by allowing, it's just like opening using that word allowing a lot. It literally just kind of opens a portal.
1: Yeah. To me.
0: Of who you are and I'm always going to be that person in this but then my vo- my vocation is just an extension of that that makes more sense to me and I again that's why I wanted you on the podcast because I knew I would learn something from you because I always <laughs> do anytime I listen to you and Cassie or you or read some of your writing I, I learn I do
1: co-creation
0: at its best right at its best. I know I love that though, but, and you have manifested so many things and I've got so many ideas of what I want to talk about, like for most of us manifesting a partner is the hard thing to do. And it's, it's kind of kryptonite for some of us. Yeah. You found your wife. How did that happen?
1: Um, well, it's funny because again, I, I was very conscious and deliberate About some parts, but I feel like I made all the I don't even call them mistakes, but I experienced so many of the things people experience. Like finding the almost. I think the biggest (laughs) finding the almost person or the and then trying to make it work, you know, or thinking that it's not gonna happen, or that what if I never meet this person, or is it even possible to get everything I want? Or I shouldn't really even ask for everything, you know, that doesn't exist. So there's no such thing as perfection (laughs) kind of thing. But again, like there was a, it's just something in me. And I'm sure loads of people have this of just like not wanting to settle. Like, again, I, I didn't want just okay. Like I didn't want to have to sacrifice in any way in my relationship. I didn't want to say, okay, they are this And they don't have this, but that's okay, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. and the world will tell you that's not possible. And so now that I have it, I will tell you it is possible. And it's just, it's different than you think it's going to be. It like that feeling of perfection is there. It is so real. And there's no, there's, there's no doubts. There's no anything other than yes about it um Mm -hmm. I think I'm not really giving you a, a journey about it but it yeah I found her when I wasn't looking I was in a relationship so I definitely wasn't looking yeah and then we we crossed paths and I think that's the key and I mean if I was to one of the there was a couple really big things I had to learn and I think Oh, wait, one, one, one back thing. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's so many things I, I love right, to I share know. about this. Yeah. yeah I um, is I really, I used to do a lot of blaming other people. So even though I am like all about, I teach taking responsibility for your life. There was levels I had to learn at, in my relationships about how I thought they were I didn't think I knew they weren't the whole problem, but I thought they were most of the problem as why I didn't feel full and free and in love. Right. Right. Yeah. So it, it was a big realization in terms of, of me taking ownership for how I feel at that new, new level. And it really added to my like ability to commit to someone and for that to feel good because commitment used to be such a like, they're going to take my freedoms gone, which I would never make a decision. Right. Do you, yeah. we would never make a decision to say yes to something that's going to restrict if we think it's going to restrict our freedom. Wow. You know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, again, so, you always drop some wisdom.
1: Yeah. So that comes up huge because until we individually feel totally empowered in our life, like empowered in that, like I create my reality and even my partner is not going to inhibit that in, in any way, then that's like, we want to get to that place before we can say yes to someone fully, you know?
0: I agree. And that's, and You have been, and it shows in your post, it shows in your podcast how ridiculously happy you are, and you're living proof that you can have it, to me, you can have it all, because you guys travel, you've got, I mean, I just saw you post some pictures today on Instagram of your Abraham Hicks cruise, which I'm totally jealous of.
1: It was amazing, put it on your list if it's not there.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's it's on my bucket list for sure, and I, because the, like, where I'm at right now is I work as a barista and I ride my bike to work, which is about four and a half miles. And I know you love your bike riding. Yeah. Mine's, mine's necessity. And I love it though, because I listen to Abraham Hicks the whole way, which is about 40 minutes of it. And a lot of them are from those cruise talks. A lot of yeah. them. Yeah. And they're always repeated messages that I've heard. But then I used to go, that's weird. I just, I've heard that, but they always click. They yeah. always click no matter what. They click. And I walk away going, that was a good bike ride. I learned something.
1: (laughs) You're like calibrating yourself on those bike rides.
0: That's Well, that's my favorite word now of hers is calibrating because that's what we do. Because, you know, from your kinesiology days, whatever, you know what an oscillator is and you kind of can turn the dial to change the frequency, right? It's kind of what we're doing. We're turning that dial a little bit more and more to becoming more and more aligned and what you just said about relationships is so great because that was powerful for me as somebody who wants to be in a relationship It's where I, it's a mental, mental gymnastics, but it's worth it to say. And I love this. He said, you are the creator of your reality. That other person, no matter who they are is not, cannot change that. Mm-hmm. That's, I'll, I'll sit with that one for a long time because that's a very good way to look at the world in general in terms of people. But that's also why you radiate so much and you've done that, like especially when you and Cassie are on there. You guys just giggle like two squirrel girls, you know, at recess. I swear. <laughs> that's what I love. But And even when I wasn't in the best of moods, I wouldn't get annoyed by it. I'd be like, okay, that's where I want to be. Every time you do it and that was that's not cool. in a good mood. I'm like, nope. That's where I. That's where I'm going to be.
1: I'm going to have that
0: those friends like that where we giggle like that.
1: Yeah, because there is there are people that don't appreciate it, but that's fine too.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's both of you are are wonderful manifestors, and that's again a tribute to the both of you. And it, I don't like the word work. I don't know how else you call it, but you guys both have put in the time and, and actually sat back and listened to yourself and your thoughts to figure out where you're going to go next, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not work, is it?
1: No. Um, I mean there there are parts we are still human and not perfect. So I know. there's parts where but I don't, also don't think that's the goal, you know. No. I think no. yeah. So there's parts of work, but yeah, the most of it is just super, it's fun and inspiration. Right
0: yeah I agree most of it it is and I can't believe you've been doing that for 10 years but I know I when I lived in LA that's when I started listening to you guys and I can't believe you were fresh into that and you even talk about that you know that origin of your coaching because I thought that's cool because I look up to you from that perspective because that's kind of where I'm at right now is trying to build a practice and I my podcast is my thing it's it feeds me.
1: That's awesome. There's, well, it's how, like the key to success. Well, there's two things follow the okay. inspired action and sure. like trust, trust, trust it, trust it. So if it feel, if it feeds you, that's your gold, stay in that energy. And then number two is acknowledge your success. Now, every time yeah. Like we don't get successful. We just are successful, you know?
0: That makes a lot of sense. I, yeah. And to get successful, it kind of leads me to, just because I'm curious and I'm starting to, when you get to a certain point, you start to realize what your real truth about who you are is. And one of my real truths is I've always been a curious human being. I mean, you were at nine years old, and I've been since I was seven or eight, because I broke a transistor radio when I was a kid, because I wanted to know how it worked.
1: That's amazing.
0: <laughs> no, I opened a little thing up, it was, and this predates most anybody, because it's like, I'm 56 years old, so this is like 1971 or 70, and it's yeah. just a little thing, I opened it up, and I'm like, how does this work? And of course, it didn't work after that, but... Yeah. And I had to kind of hide it so nobody knew what happened to it. But I've always been curious. And my curiosity, you know, makes me think about stuff like your spiritual practice. A lot of what you guys talk about on your podcast and you specifically is where does that, what does that look like for you on a daily basis? How do you get to where you're at today by what worked for you?
1: Well, different things at different times, but right now where I'm at in my life. So meditation has been like extremely powerful for me and I resisted it for years. (laughs) Oh, it was so funny because everybody told me I should do it. And I'm like, no, no, I don't do that. (laughs) So like, until I understood what was behind it and probably until I was at a certain, until I was ready for it, you know, emotionally, um, it didn't really sync with me, but it actually, the first like powerful experience I had was right after a breakup. So, you know, you're at your most vulnerable, you're open and you're raw. And then, and then I'm like, so there, I have nothing to lose. And then I, and I meditated and I just sat in the basement. I was living at my brother's place at that time because I had moved out of my girlfriend's house and I sat in the basement and I med- meditated every morning And that was the first time for maybe like 10 days. And then I felt something. I like felt it and I'm like, oh, this is why people meditate. So that experience that goes beyond just our thoughts, you know, it's like that, that actual connection to source. And so since then I've been off and on, and then it just keeps getting more and more consistent and so that's been the most powerful part of my spiritual practice, just in terms of getting more in tune with me. And the idea of like a lot of people, when we do LOA and manifesting work, we go up and down so much, right? We're, like, we're all over the place. And that is the one thing that has helped me maintain stability is like on a daily basis or consistently, it's not even every day, tuning into that spending time in that space
0: yeah meditation works for me i use the, there's an abraham hicks app and it's free and i just use the 15 minutes of a little bit of guide. if i need guided meditation i'll do it but there's one track on there that's just an intro and then music and then which syncs up with your breathing and then 15 yeah. minutes later you're like oh wow that was fast
1: yeah that's awesome because we have a world, right? Like we have a world pulling for our attention. Yeah. And if we just if we just give it here, give it there, give it again, and we're not deliberate about w- like where we're coming from or we're just getting pulled in all these different places that we're not choosing what we're focusing on. We're yeah. just letting yeah. life dictate that. And life I will agree. never give you what's... Uh, this isn't, this is a funny way to say this, but life's not going to give you what you want. It's going to give you what you are, you know?
0: And that's the law of attraction. Cause no matter whether it's what you are, what you attract. Yes. And I, I can't emphasize that enough to anybody cause you are what you attract. So if you know, it's good or bad. So there's no life, good yeah, or gonna, bad.
1: It's all neutral. Oh,
0: that's, Well, I'll go down the Abraham Hicks road and there's, uh, you're never wrong. and You're never done. Yeah. (laughs) That one always works for me. And it always gets me out of a jam. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I'm never wrong. And I'm never done. And everything always works out for me. I, I tell people that just you're in a bad spot and I've been in bad spots. You've been in bad spots. That's the one that gets me through it.
1: Yeah. It's really powerful to have some like solid, I call them like grounding beliefs like that, that you just always come back to.
0: Now, when I listen to you and Cassie, you guys talk about your story. I know Cassie's more into that than you are, but have you done some work around changing your story, what you tell yourself about yourself?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. That's like the essence to this work. It's like because so when we talk about you're gonna or you attract what you are, okay what yeah. you are is your identity, <laughs> who you're being and who you're and you you develop that by the stories you tell yourself about who you are.
0: Right. So that's
1: everything. that's everything yeah. Oh my gosh yeah. and so that's what we you know condition and over years we condition, what we want to be true about who we're being and we practice those new beliefs and we step into them and that rewrites it and then changes your reality.
0: Yeah. And do that practice of changing that, that's a handwritten kind of thing. Is that not right?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I see what you're, what you're after is like, so Cassie does like the scripting thing, but yes, I'm I've been scripting since 2013, I think is when I started um, deliberately. And my scripts are more general. Um, So I will like very generally write about, well, actually that's not all true. I go general and specific depending on where I am. And so, and all of the things I've like scripted then for sure have are happening are true. It's amazing. And I think like one of the one of the biggest things, yeah, so writing about, writing about what you want or scripting as if it's happening is so powerful. It's so, so powerful, um, especially over time. You know, I think that's the biggest thing with all this practice is it's, is not expecting your life to change in a week, but being being present for this kind of it's not it's like a way of living if this is how you live like you're a conscious creator you're a deliberate creator you're a positive person you're an optimistic person like you start and just practicing these things regularly is just a part of your life you you do it because you like to do it you do it because you like to be this person not necessarily to get stuff but you will get stuff because that's what happens
0: Yeah, and when you do that, because that does change that narrative that's in your head, like when I'm riding in my bike and I'm listening to Van Hicks, that narrative is still there somewhere, and it helps you change that narrative, that story that you tell yourself when you have quiet alone times, and we all have those quiet alone times, and some of us more than others, but it's still that story you tell yourself when something, you know, causes you anxiety you've got to change that narrative and change that and it's about writing what you want to manifest but not only that it's just about writing about who you are and trust because when you do start doing that you develop a trust with yourself because some of that stuff's going to show up yeah and some of it might not show up in the way you thought it would either and that's the other thing about it (laughs) right and that's you've got to be okay with that. And one of my friends, she's a coach, and I was, she gave me this trick of writing 25 reasons you want something
1: Mm -hmm.
0: on a piece of paper, and write them with feeling, you know, and you know, I wrote a while back 25 reasons I wanted a car, because I'm on a car, obviously, and, well, I manifested a car because my friend went over to Europe for over a month, and Whose oh, car did cool. I get? I had a car.
1: Yeah. I Had a
0: car to drive for over a month. Yeah. It was so wild, and then I consider that manifesting. It didn't come that the way I 100% wanted it. That is one hundred
1: percent manifesting.
0: <laughs> right. Yes. Like, and it all happened, you know, to where, and it was. She's like one of the my most, most favorite people because she teaches about teaches me about forgiveness, not just other people, but ourselves and. She did a lot of forgiveness work with herself and her family, and all of a sudden, her family wants to go to Europe with her, her kid and grandkids. Like they went to Europe in the middle of all this.
1: Vibration is so powerful.
0: I know, isn't it?
1: It's everything. It is. It's at the base of everything. Everything in our entire universe has its base in vibration. You cannot. No one can refute that. Scientists can't even.
0: No, I agree. And it's, I read a post. I had a doctor on my podcast a while back, Dr. Nisi Moore. She's got a master's she's PhD. And uh, I think it's family practice or something. Like basically she was a counselor, but she had a PhD in that. And she also had a master's, but now she has a life coaching Institute and she wrote something today. And I posted on Facebook or on Instagram and says, when you're in gratitude, there's no suffering when you feel gratitude and gratitude is a vibration. So no matter what you're doing, if you've got that vibration of whatever's causing you a little bit of constriction, go to gratitude and that vibration changes. And that frequency is there. And it's science. she said it was scientifically proven that, that there is no suffering when you have gratitude, which I love. I yeah. just think that's so, there's the neural pathways in your brain Change,
1: it's amazing. I yeah. know,
0: but it's <laughs> wonderful. You're so inspiring to me. Anyway, I'm kind of oh. fanboying on you because you're just. Oh, I love so, it.
1: <laughs> what well, Kelly, what's what's exciting for you right now in your life?
0: Well, for me, this this is. I mean, you were on my bucket list of people I wanted on my podcast, mm, just cool. because I, you know. You guys, you and Cassie both got me through some dark times in LA, and now I'm here in Rockport, right down from Corpus, and right down from Port A, literally, which is like (laughs) 20 minutes away, literally. Got to ride, you had to ride a ferry to get to Port A, but, but, and that's what's going great in my life is this podcast is is my pride and joy. It's everything, you know, and I enjoy everything about it from producing it to editing it to all of it. And I enjoy all every little ounce of it because I learned so much and, and it may, and it feeds my curiosity gene because the video side of it, I haven't touched yet. Mm -hmm. And my coaching practice, just having you on inspires me for my coaching practice. And I've again, going back to our story changing my story on that is how, how do I manifest clients? So
1: that's what you can do. Yeah, you can do I know. everything. You can do I know. anything you want. And I, your clients are all there. Wait, line. I know up they are. You. Yeah, I know.
0: That's what's amazing to me. And that's why I wanted you on because I knew I would get a little bit of a jump start. But I'm fascinated by your story. And when I read your bio at nine years old, you were changing your thoughts. Yeah, That's amazing because <laughs> I remember as a kid, my dad gave me a book by Norman Vincent Peale. Uh, called the power of positive thinking.
1: Yeah, I've heard that one a lot.
0: Yeah, and they were big in Amway, which is multi-level marketing, and that's where they got it because you got to be positive to sell Amway soap and all that stuff. But he always said Norman Vincent Peale: "Change your thoughts, change your world." And I kind of went on that. Even Abraham Hicks talks about how every thought matters. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that come up on some of her talks. i like, or their talks actually. Yeah. And for those who don't know, Abraham Hicks is a multidimensional body of spirit, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how would you describe it.
1: I got to tell you a funny story, though. So on the cruise, okay. we were, because there was an Abraham Hicks cruise. So maybe like half of the cruise or weren't they didn't they don't even know what abraham hicks is and it's pretty Mm -hmm. weird if you don't know and and you're just you know out there in the world and so people would ask people in the workshop like oh like what are you guys here for like what's abraham hicks and it's so funny to watch people respond they're like uh uh a motivational speaker (laughs) which is a great one Because And then someone else answered, like, oh, I was actually surprised about this. Someone was like, oh, oh, Abraham Hicks. Yeah, she's a YouTube star. And I'm like, oh, that's so hilarious. That's
0: hilarious. I've never heard that one.
1: (laughs) Me neither. But it was really funny. Yeah, so she's a, Esther Hicks channels a group of spirit called, and they call themselves Abraham, yeah.
0: And it's, yeah, they... I recently found an audio clip from SiriusXM where Oprah interviewed Esther.
1: Yeah.
0: I have, and that was mind blowing to me. And my own cute little thing is is Esther and Jerry may he rest in peace, who's somewhere probably listening to this podcast. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> yeah, right. Jerry's gotta be somewhere. They're right down the road from in San Antonio. That's where oh, they cool. started. That's where That's... it all started was in San Antonio. Yep yep and then uh i just find that fascinating because how to describe and even on that oprah thing of oh, uh esther didn't like the word channeling because it was just like it comes it had a wonky vibration to esther and it has yeah. one tip for me too but whatever
1: yeah but one, so like hey. If she knew what was coming, she never would have like gone there. That's what the story they always tell. She's she was so freaked out by it. She's like, No, 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 no. I'm not, no. (laughs) Right.
0: Oh, it was all and Jerry because I find a lot of in common with Jerry even when he was around because Jerry was very curious. Especially your
1: curiosity.
0: Exactly.
1: And mine
0: didn't start until later in life, but I've always and I just I had this amazing human on my podcast, Jordan James, who's an inner peace coach, and that's the only reason why I had her on because that's what she does, and that's what I've always sought was finding that inner peace. But that inner peace, as you would and I would agree, is a frequency.
1: Yeah, it's connection with the source or connection yeah. with whatever you believe. Yeah, whatever
0: in. higher power you have, have that connection with that. That's inner peace. You know, yep. that's inner peace is wonderful my mother's a devout christian and that's god to her and i love it when i see it it's a beautiful thing
1: it is
0: but i've been searching for that and a lot of attraction came up and bless jessica for my friend in la to introducing abraham hicks because i've not stopped listening since 2015
1: and i found
0: you guys because i'm like i gotta find you know i just started going on podcasts and then i used to mock them all the time and now i've got my own yeah (laughs) <laughs> but I loved your guys because I always walked away with something new to think about.
1: Yeah well that's our intention is just to like inspire and have fun and uplift.
0: Well you guys always have a lot of fun and we do. where are what is up next for you guys though? I mean are you still continuing oh, your podcast? Well, How many know. episodes have you done? How many episodes We're do you 100 stop...
1: or we might be yeah. at 300 yeah. We haven't missed a week but we do have something new coming up for you that you'll have to wait and see.
0: Nice. I love it. <laughs> that's I love it. A little teaser. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. I can see. I, You know, everybody always says the sky is the limit and I always say, no, it's you. You're the limit.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's no limits.
0: <laughs> no, you're the only limiter because if you find that source within you, you find that vibration, everything's possible and I'm fascinated by you and I i look up to you and I'm very inspired by you. And I know, like, and it was funny because your target coaching is women. And I know there's not a lot of men in the LOA space, which is why I'm I'm here. Because I know I can That's do awesome. this. And I, I know. I, I actually can use...
1: coach. I do coach men, just not in yeah? the group. Yeah.
0: Right. Oh, okay. Good. I love
1: working with men because... There, it is different for me because the, there's a different perspective and energy and generally their mind works a little different <laughs> than women's.
0: <laughs> well, mine, my curiosity feeds me, but I'm also logical, but I was a computer programmer for 25 years. So it's for me, things are building blocks and that's yes. why LOA and changing your story and all of that works very hand in hand with how my brain operates it's it's building a computer program to where i can manifest anything and i do look up to you and cassie in terms of how you guys have done it and you've done it in a real way where it's there's not a lot of fluff with you two you talk about some of your challenges but then you talk about how you change your mindset to those challenges Mm -hmm. right i've heard that on your podcast many times many many times
1: oh yeah we have challenges we everybody does Mm -hmm. um and it's funny though when you say because my brother has an engineer's mind so it was really good for him for me when i was getting into law of attraction because he would make me explain things and i'm like just this is just the way it is and he's like no that doesn't make sense (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> give me like the process the building blocks I'm like fine
0: <laughs> yeah but then that all you attracted that to him to where he's helping you you know build your practice
1: totally yeah it, it was a great perspective to have
0: yeah it is because it is the way it is and we both agree and I imagine that frequency and imagine I got source and I something I wrote in my journal today is you know, we are all source. We are one. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I have that power. It's not this existential entity that's billions of light years away. It's right here. Me inside me. Right now, yeah. I've got it right now. I have access to that. So why, why not change my thoughts and change my world? As Norman Vince appeal would say. Yeah.
1: Wayne Dyer wrote a book too: change your thoughts, change your life, something like that.
0: Yeah. Wayne Dyer did as well. And Somebody named Ginny says, we can do, we can be, do, or have anything we desire.
1: Well, I don't think, I think Abraham said that, but I've repeated it.
0: Well, it's in quotes in your bio, so it must be yours. You must have attracted that to you, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's, I believe that, no doubt.
0: Absolutely, and it's been a joy. I just, I absolutely am proud of you. You've done so much you've accomplished so much you're so you're very much a different human than i knew when i was listening to you guys' podcast 5 or 6 years ago in la and you have manifested so much cassie has and i strongly encourage anybody who's into the law of attraction even if you're not go to their podcast you'll be happy you'll you'll listen for a, an hour and you'll walk away with one nugget of information that's going to go yeah i can apply that to my Today to this situation, every one of them I've done with that.
1: Okay. Every one I've listened to. Yay! And Thank you guys, you, Kelly.
0: No, it's very, very true. I love you guys' this podcast. Can't believe you have a degree in kinesiology. That one threw me for a loop. I'm like, oh, but yeah, I knew you were an athlete. And I don't remember what sports you played, but Basketball you're a runner. And...
1: College. Nice. That was, a big one. That was my. And then soccer, I like rugby, volleyball.
0: Yeah. Volleyball is my thing. I, I used to play stand all the time. Two on two. Oh,
1: cool. That's what my brother does.
0: It's hard and it's great workout. And the uh, people are the most amazing humans. And they're from all walks of life, which I love. They're everybody awesome. from doctors to mechanics to, you know, a barista like me.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: I love it. It's a great community. You have built a great community. So tell people where they can find you and how to get uh, to can, you know, Yeah, Yeah, so
1: They can find me at GinnyGain.com, G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E.com uh, right. and our Manifest It Now podcast. You just Google that and lots of stuff will pop up.
0: <laughs> and it'll be yours. And Ginny Gain and Cassie Parks are amazing humans. They've done a lot of the manifesting, so you got to follow them and listen to them because they've done it, and what they do works. I'm living proof of it. So, yay! Anything else you want to uh, promote or anything? I know you got a what's a little teaser for you and Cassie's coming up, and you also have a Manifest It Now uh, Facebook group too. Is that right?
1: Yes, we have a free Facebook group. Um, it's called Manifest It Now Podcast Community. So you can jump in there and people are just sharing wins and excitements and celebrations and things like that. Right. Get to connect with people like on the same path. And yeah, so at the end of September, I believe we have something exciting and new coming up for all mm-hmm. of our listeners. And thank you for being a listener. We love it.
0: Oh, I've, I've so many. I've listened to so many of them. It's not even funny. And they're very inspiring and very helpful and very real. They're not fluff. So anybody, Manifest It Now podcast, wherever you find your podcast, iTunes, all of that. And wonderful to meet you. Thank you again for coming on my podcast. This has been a joy and inspiration. And as always with you, I always learn something. So thank you.
1: You're welcome, Kelly. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, have a great day. And I will let you know when everything's posted and all that good stuff.
1: Awesome. Sounds great.
0: Have a great day.